Hi, and welcome back to the How to Decorate podcast from Ballard Designs. We want to teach you how to decorate your home and unleash your inner decorator. So we'll be interviewing interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world, sharing the trials and triumphs of our own homes, and also answering your decorating questions. I'm Caroline. I run the Ballard Designs blog, How to Decorate. And I'm Taryn. I'm on the product design team at Ballard. And I'm Karen, and I head up branding at Ballard. And we are your hosts. Hi. guest today is Jenny Wolf. She is a Southern girl, so you know we are a fan. She's from South Carolina, living and designing in New York City. You, before becoming an interior designer, you worked at Ralph Lauren and then went to Parsons School of Design. Your work has been featured in Vogue, Architectural Digest, House Beautiful, El Decor, Coastal Living, everywhere you're reading. Right. Um, <laughs> anywhere and, that's anything. <laughs> and what strikes me about your work is that it it like, it seemed, okay, I hope that you take this as a compliment. Okay, I'm sure. I feel like it's like your best friend came over, like your chicest friend that you know came mm-hmm. over and just like took things that you had that maybe you didn't know were, were good mm-hmm. and like made them look amazing. Okay. I think, like, I think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the chicest friend. I don't know about the chicest friend part, but I, I think that is what I do. It's kind of like when you have a stylist come to your closet and yank out all the clothes that she's like, no, you can never wear this again. (laughs) Uh There's a lot of editing involved in this job. And Mm -hmm. I would say first and foremost, I don't want to go into someone's home and just take out the life force out of it, the things, you know, that mean something to them, but Mm -hmm. take things, you know, maybe edit some of the things that don't work Mm -hmm. and acts, you know, really highlight the things that do. So... That make that's a good assessment. Well, good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Do you often have to work around things that mean something to them that you can't stand? Um, yes. And and oftentimes when that happens, I I try to delicately move it to a less vocal spot. <laughs> you know? I mean I yeah. being a designer, you have to, you know, and especially working with people in their homes. It's so personal. Like, I don't want to be offensive, but I am honest with my clients. I think that's what they appreciate. Like, if something doesn't work, even though they love it, I'll let them know. But let's find another, you know, right. another room, a, a bathroom or an exit strategy mm-hmm. or <laughs> <laughs> a lovely storage facility. facility. Well, but I, think, I mean, to your point, to your comparison to a stylist in your wardrobe, if you were wearing something that looked god awful on you, wouldn't you, you want your friend to be like, That's not that good. is not your of best color? You like, mm-hmm. I think sometimes people are too afraid to tell people what they really think. And mm-hmm. I am a truth teller. I like to <laughs> acknowledge that p- part of me. <laughs> and I think that's something, and even, you know, I worked in retail when I was younger and I sold clothes and all of those things. And that's that's one of the gifts that I like to give is being tactfully honest about, you know, what works and what doesn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. That's a hard job. Yeah. It's a hard job. But I can do I, I mean, I, can, I, I enjoy doing that. Mm-hmm. Do you believe it when your spouse tells you something does not look good on you? Or you're like, no, 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 no I know better. Um, <laughs> that's a does good this happen question. Often? Um, when I had a spouse, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I definitely always take feedback but my intuition or my gut, I just go with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to listen to others when I have, you know, the strong inner voice. So yeah. sometimes I, yeah. I veto. 
Yeah, I think I think my former husband would would agree with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, okay, I'll tell you what I think, but you're probably not going to listen. Right, to grain of salt. Yeah. I just threw a skirt away that my husband told me to was not flattering. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I really like this skirt. He's like, trust me. It doesn't look good. Uh, he's like, from behind, that's not doing you any favors. And I was like, all right, All done. right. <laughs> I left it in the bottom of the closet at the hotel and checked out. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Maybe someone found see, that skirt. I and see that skirt. Yeah. Do you have images? What was it? Well, I can't imagine Joe Mooney telling you that. But I'm, I'm, Well, he's all about... He, he, his he's motto, a truth teller, too. His motto <laughs> is, if you truth. don't look good, we don't look good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, he's so funny. So, you it. know, it's like, all right, that, that makes sense. It was just this long uh, pencil skirt. It probably went to, my, you know, ankle... And it was high waisted, and it was it's a slim fit. It sounds amazing, right? And it's sort of a, a shaped satin shape. material, but not shiny. Uh, and it was the the background color was sort of a blue, not navy, not royal, kind of in between. And then it had um, white flowers on it. Does that sound awful? <laughs> it actually kind of does. Kind of sounds gross, yeah. right? Doesn't but the, it? The silhouette seems nice. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. I Did he tell awesome. you this immediately after? Did you, you wore wear it? it with a big baggy sweater or a tube top? Maybe that was the problem. Right? No. <laughs> Karen probably did both. Right? I did. An alternate occasion. The tube top was underneath the sweater. Yeah. Maybe. I, think. I wore it with a white tank and a short denim jacket. That sounds cute. Sounds adorable. Like some cute pastel well, like blush pink slides so was he saying yeah. that your behind looked large well or i'm tiny so i, I don't think it so was large a... i think it maybe it was flat or yeah. just yeah. not appealing so i was like you all right the mini you'll give it to him <laughs> <laughs> he's like well, are you sure are you leaving the skirt on purpose i'm like yes i am dear i took your words to heart let's go <laughs> okay so back on track oh, sorry okay. back on it's not all about, about jenny yes so did your um love for interior design come out of your job at ralph lauren was it, it did, like, but i i always no. knew that i wanted to be an interior designer but i was like that's my later in life career when i'm like married and have a family have more flexibility mm-hmm. um when i was a kid like the best gift you could ever give me would be like redecorating my bedroom <laughs> and like, were you allowed to do I, that your parents I allowed was, you to do that mm-hmm. i was um with limitations <laughs> i painted my own room yellow which i never used like yellow butter anymore, yellow a, it was butter yellow yes it was a laura ashley yes explosion oh, yes. preach preach yeah yeah <laughs> Um, everything but the border. Um, oh, was it a wallpaper border? Uh, it, it, I didn't have the border. I don't think they would let me go that far. Mm-hmm. But my father, who was extremely detail oriented, allowed me as like a eight year old to paint my broom, and I had to take a Q tip on the mold. I did it. So I you're talking? You thing. actually physically? I painted. physically painted it myself. When you were eight. Can you when imagine letting eight. your child do that no. now? Yeah. Uh-uh. That seems just like a recipe for... I won't let my for... 17-year-old do it. No. Yeah. I had a lot of freedom growing mm-hmm. up. I, I really did. I mean, I, my, my parents probably wouldn't agree with that. Um, my dad was 20 years older than my mom. Like, I, he, I was his fifth child. He just kind of... They were just kind of like... You know. He cared about the Q-tip, but not much else? He, exactly. <laughs> okay. He, I, as long as my room was vacuumed, my car was washed and that kind of thing like mm-hmm. 
I mean, it definitely took like a lot of persuasion to to paint my room, but he let me do it. How did you reach the high parts? I think I had a ladder. I mean, I want to logistically know how this I remember the one thing he said is, "Don't get out of the lines and don't like just don't get paint anywhere." And I was fearful enough of him that I made I made sure that I didn't. Wow. And so so then so that was. Yeah, that was like the best gift ever. I just, I loved decorating. Like mm-hmm. my mom would come home and I would rearrange all the accessories in her living room. Like I would take her coffee table and like merchandise it, I guess mm-hmm. we could call it. Because I was, I was, I came from a retail background. My parents owned furniture stores. My dad was um, a president of a department store chain in New Orleans. So I, we, this is like in my blood, like, you know, mm-hmm. visual merchandising. So my mom would come home and I would be like, you know, moving things around and she was cool with it, which if my kids did that, right. I'd yeah. be like, no, no, no. Did I mean, I, I say, off there. these are mommy's toys. <laughs> do not touch. Uh-huh. I don't touch your toys. You don't touch What mine. about their rooms? Are they allowed to do their rooms? Um, we, they get to pick a color. So that's a no. Let's just say a no. Let's just say the last bedroom we did. Well, that's they. I'm I I give them some options, and then mm-hmm. you know they're all within. So a, they're your clients. They're they're kind of clients. Ella, the oldest, would say that she decor or she designed the chair in her room, which I'll give her credit for. She definitely designed that. Um, and yeah, we. The last room we painted, they wanted blue. Now that blue that Ella showed me is not the blue she got. Her <laughs> blue was more like a bright teal. Mm. Ours is more like a pharaoh and ball, dusty, pale blue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, did, she, did she notice? It almost looked gray. It was blue. <laughs> but did I mean, she notice that it wasn't she matching? Did, you know what? She really didn't. See? There you go. Yeah, she didn't. <laughs> you saved her from herself. But the next, room, like it the next room we're doing is pink. Which, you know. Blush? Bright? It will be a blushy tone for okay. sure. Yeah. Shade. Is yeah. it one of their bedrooms or just a room in your it's home? A, it's a bedroom. Okay. It's their bedroom. Ah. Yeah. A shared bedroom? A shared bedroom. That's good. Yeah. Well, at least that way. I like can, a good shared bedroom. Yeah. That's how I grew oh, up. That's it how, was like. That's how it works around here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Unfortunately. Caroline thinks you just moved. Is this true? So I yeah. was living in Brooklyn. And I just recently moved back to the city okay. in the West Village. And um, I bought a building out in Pound Ridge, New York, where I'm opening a store. Okay. So I'm currently awesome. on the yeah. market for something in between here and there because I'll be living, I'll be where splitting, dividing Ridge, myself in two, trying yeah. to manage. Oh my gosh. This, these two businesses. But it's funny because I've been getting a lot of clients out there. So it's I actually have like a reason, a real I, my real job, I have a reason to be there. That's awesome. So it is cool. It's where, a beautiful it? area. It's, um, do you, have you ever heard of Bedford? Yeah. It's about three minutes Okay. Bedford. What kind of store? An interior? It's an interior store. It'll be a home store. Um, do you have a name yet? I do. do you want to tell us or no? This, this won't come out until yeah. Okay. Yeah, wait, wait, this one. Um, you will be this. You're the first. Okay. No, it right. is called the Huntress. The Huntress. Ooh, yeah. And, and it is a very interesting play or narrative, I would say, because it, the the premise is that do objects hunt you or do you hunt them? And mm. so the idea is that 
I will be traveling and collecting things from all over and bringing them into the store. So it's a mix of antiques. Um, we will be designing some product out of there, some furniture, textiles, lighting, um, upholstered goods. We even have some beauty. We're doing floral. It's like a big marketplace. It should be wow. really interesting. How big? It's a big store. It's a, The building is <laughs> about 5,000 square feet. It's like an old, you know, 19th century building. Um, it's directly across the street from the Inn at Pound Ridge, which is a wonderful John George restaurant. That's a oh. huge attraction. Literally, they have, like, it's hard to get, you can't even get a reservation. It's like people lining out the door. And my building's directly across the street. And um, I just, like, drove up there one day. I always knew that I wanted to own a retail store. And it was like, oh, that's like later in life. That's like later in life. <laughs> and then I woke up in 2017, because it was in March, and I was like, I think it's time. I think it's time. And so I was like, I think I want to look at Bedford. And so I drove through Bedford, the town of Bedford, and um, I was like, mm, no, I don't think this is it. And um, I was with my husband at the time, and we, we drove through, and like just you know a mile or two up from Bedford and he pulls in to this parking lot or this driveway and he's like oh there's the inn at Pound Ridge and and I was like oh I'd never even heard of it I'd never even heard of Pound Ridge mm-hmm. and um so we pull in and he goes oh this building's for sale and I got out and I looked and I was like this is it weird and I had the real estate agent there in about 20 minutes <laughs> and from there, it just, you know. And what was it before? It was a deli. A deli. It was a town market. Um, it did. It, did, it was an antique store at one point in time. <laughs> the building literally has had to be rebuilt. I've been in, under construction for over a year at wow. this point. Wow. So wow. It's, a, it's a big pro. It's a big side project. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Air quotes. Quite a side project. massive. Yeah. yeah. But I like this whole, you know being hunted or hunting. I mean, I felt like I was hunted by this building. I mean, it, it just was drawn in mm-hmm. to this area and I'm in love with it. I, everything about that, it's it's a very cool, low-key, sophisticated, but like farmy town. I don't know how to mm-hmm. describe it. It's just like a breath of fresh air. So it's about you- an hour from the city, a little over an hour from the city. Yeah, it's great. It's beautiful. Would it's you awesome. ever relocate there permanently? I would. My my girls go to school in the West mm-hmm. Village, so I wouldn't be able to live there permanent. You know, I'd have to have a place in the city. But uh-huh. I do plan to get a home that we would spend the weekends and the summers. Yeah. Um, in my time when I'm there managing the store. Do you feel like it's that sort of South Carolina girl in you that that likes yeah, that? Yeah, I think so. Rural? It's even more it's different because it's not like on the water. Right. You know. Um, you know, there are a lot of high profile people that live there. Um, Ralph Lauren, Martha Stewart, uh, Richard Gere. It has, you know, a good group of, you know, yeah. people that have settled there for a reason, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's a lovely, lovely area, and um, it's beautiful. There's just something about it. I don't know what, how to describe it. 
Yeah. And it it you seems like it was get. a very emotional decision. It was very yes. emotional. It's it's still I very like emotional. I like how you trust your gut. That's... Yeah, no, but it was like, you know how you, I don't know, when you're shopping or you see a piece of art, you have this like, emo- it's an emotional mm-hmm. body response. Or like, did you ever read that book, The KonMari Method? Yes. Oh, yeah, I'm we're all sure obsessed, with that. obsessed with that. Mm-hmm. But if you, like, think about something that, like, actually gives you a feeling, like, does it spark mm-hmm. joy, whether you're yeah. going to choose to hold on to it or not? Mm-hmm. Like, if you start to look at it, not like, oh, this is the price tag and this is where it's from. I should probably get this or, mm-hmm. you know, but, like. Or keep it. Keep because all it that costs mind something, yeah. noise out and mm-hmm. just, like, what's the, what's mm-hmm. the, like, fire True. You know? Now, are your parents going to be at all involved um, in this they're, re- retail they're, adventure? They're not, not so much. I'm kind of like a, a little lone wolf, I guess <laughs> I would say. I'm very close to my family, but I just kind of like... You're do, like, back I just, away. I just, back I just, away like, from I, the store. I got this. this is my thing. I got yeah. this. Mm-hmm. kind of like that. Yeah. And are there going to be, are you partnering with other purveyors or is this all you? Yeah. Because you said we. I No, I definitely have a lot. Well, I, I consider we like everyone that is part of this you know Mm -hmm. people that I work with in my design business I've come into contact with a lot of people um that were helping me like with the vendor negotiations and you know Mm -hmm. getting this florist to kind of work with us and so I have consultants that are helping and um you know it's hard even just to come up with you know the marketing for the store and all that on my own when i i'm i'm kind of like a private person so this is like a big like i don't know open your doors yeah. to your heart well heart. how did you like yeah. it when that i cold call emailed you then how'd that feel <laughs> <laughs> um well in this business you know that you get that you right? get that and it's interesting because mm-hmm. it's like you think oh i'm gonna be a designer i'm gonna be like yeah. behind you know in a in my office and working and with clients, but I'm not going to have to like show myself to the world. But then you're in a magazine and then you're doing a podcast and it's like, it's just kind of comes with the territory. So mm-hmm. it's not what I signed up for, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's definitely like, um, it's a growing experience. Like I've done these before and it's, it was like scary, you know, three years ago, but now it's like, it feels it feels better and it feels more authentic. And, mm-hmm. you know, I guess that happens. It's like placing you in your discomfort zone right. and kind of like working your way through it. And I appreciate that. That's that's kind of what my life is like. And I, I like... <laughs> I like that mission. <laughs> well, it, well, it's probably like as moving, the, moving yeah. forward. You well, know? as you open the store and you're opening up, yeah, you say you're opening up yourself. Yeah. yeah. So as you're slowly transition, this is like just a step. It's then. just a step. You, yeah, this feels like part, part of that movement. Yeah. Well, I think I think a lot of our guests are a little nervous in the beginning because it, yeah, because it's different. But I mean, here and here's here's I feel feel like what I tell everyone coming on the show that's nervous. You know so much about design, and you live and breathe it every day. So you could probably you could talk about this all day. We're just so it's yeah, it's a, a topic that you know you. so much about. <laughs> right. Yeah, like we're not asking you about you know like literature. 
Yeah, you know? exactly, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. I didn't have to like study for this. No, one. no, no, right. no. You've been studying every day for yeah, that's you know, right. years. So that's right. Anyways, <laughs> good point. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you for not talking about um, literature, <laughs> <laughs> biology, or something like that. Well, yeah. I did want to talk about, um, and we have mentioned this on the show before, and I, I was curious about your take. Is we've had a lot of de- designers on the show who maybe are based here in New York or, or elsewhere, but come to find out they're originally from the South. And right. I, it's, yes. it's really unusual. It's a hotbed. And so I'm wondering if there is something you feel that about your, you know, roots that makes you a good designer or contributes. Yeah. Yeah. Contributes to who you are. Um, mm. well, it's interesting because most a lot of the products I get here in the city are um, more contemporaries for the most part, I would say. But I always love when I find that client that has a traditional outlook. And I would say that that's kind of what I brought up from the South. I didn't even realize that I'm, I'm actually from New Orleans originally. And it wasn't until I had a recent trip back there that I realized how much of that like effect, has affected my design. Mm-hmm. Um, And then just, you know, also growing up in South Carolina, I think you'll notice when you look at some of my work, there's a lot of natural elements and seagrass kind of mixed with that French flair and, Mm -hmm. you know, more Southern traditional components. So it's it's hard sometimes to bring that into the city. Mm -hmm. Um, It's much easier when we're doing projects out in the Hamptons and Connecticut, um, some of these more traditional homes. But every now and again, you'll get a client, sometimes a Southerner, which is very (laughs) exciting, that's kind of open to some of those, you know, more traditional aspects of design. Well, is it um, harder to do it in the city because of the scale of the of the residences or because of the the aesthetic of your client? I think it's sometimes like some of these more modern buildings mm-hmm, don't fit. lend it itself mm. to some of that, you know, southern mm-hmm. traditional style. Um, what I really loved is working in some loft spaces, some like old, you know, Tribeca warehouse kind of spaces and bringing in traditional elements that's like very effective. Um, I did that with my own Tribeca apartment <laughs> when I was newly married and had fun with that. And then, you know, of course, you'll get the Upper East Side clients that you can really, you know, some of those older, more pre-war buildings, um, you know, play up some of the traditional elements. But you also don't want it to look totally stuffy. So it's always yeah. a play between contemporary and traditional, I find, here. Is there Are there certain elements that you like to do on the contemporary like when you're mixing the contemporary and traditional, like, do you like more modern art with traditional yeah, furniture? I, lo- or like- I, well, I like to mix the art. I like a combination of traditional art with abstract. Um, you know, if we're going to do a more modern table, like let's play with the chairs and have a little fun with that. Maybe do mm-hmm. something more, you know, traditional. Um, it's always like a push and pull in a room. Yeah. Um, I never go into it like, oh, it's going to be like forty percent modern and right. you know sixty percent. But it's 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 working with what someone has and kind of like pulling in elements. You just don't you don't want it to go too far one way and and not the other. So yeah. it's um, you know, it's just like a little bit of a there's like some tension between the two styles. Yeah, which, yeah. 
is nice, I think, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, yeah. yes. Well, Miles always talks about um, tension as being the yeah. inter- like the interesting part. Right. That's what makes you want to explore. You right, know? exactly. So If it's too yeah. predictable or it looks too decorated, it's just not – I don't find it as interesting, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And I love using things that clients really do love and appreciate. Like, even when we're designing, I – have a rule like if you don't love something, we're just not going to buy it because I don't want anyone to ever look at something and be like, "Ugh, right, yeah." I hate and that, that point that you're purchasing it, you're yeah. never going to love it more. Yeah, exactly. Right? It just yeah, sort of it declines it's, it's, after that. Exactly. So if you're not super, you're not super into, super it, right into then. it, like mm-hmm. we're we're getting rid of it, mm-hmm. right? You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. That being said, someone might be like, "Oh, I." Not a hundred percent sure, and I'm like, you know what? You can do it. This is you'll. This will work. Like, trust me. Yeah, trust me. <laughs> but if someone's like, I just can't. I I would never push it. Like, it's your home. You have to love the items that are yeah. coming into it. Um, you at the end of the day, I don't live there. They do, and they need to be happy. And that's very yeah. important to me. I would never do what I do for my home for someone else, ever. Unless you wanted that, which would be very easy for me. Um, it's much more diff- – I think it's much more challenging to design when you're just tr- – you know, you have to get to know your client and pull out or draw out their personal style and reflect that in their space. That's that's what I try to do. And when I do that, it's a series of exercises with them to try to get to know them. And mm-hmm. and it starts with coming into their homes and seeing what they have and yeah. what they what gravitate mm-hmm. to. Um, and, you know, part of my process is, is going through a number of inspiration images with clients, I mean, hundreds where I'm like, okay, we're going to go through these images and you are going to tell me this before any design happens. You're going to tell me what you love about this image and what you hate about this image and what you hate about it is just as important as what you love. Um, and that exercise is, I don't know how anyone designs without doing that. I really (laughs) don't because you get to know. So I like I could go to the design meeting and have, you know, animal print this and that. And they're like, wait, I don't like an animal yeah, print. Right. But I learn I get all of that from the first yeah. inspiration meeting. Yeah. It's and like so, a doctor's meeting. It Do is. you like this or this? Yeah. 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 It's just yeah. like checking someone's temperature. Yeah. Like you don't wanna you wanna see how far they'll go too. Like, oh, that's cool. And you're like, oh, you would do that. Right. Oh, Maybe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and then just make some note yeah. mental notes of that. Mm-hmm. And that's the precursor to anything that happens thereafter in terms of design. Yeah. But that's the first step always. Read or I feel like recently I read that often when people are approached and a client doesn't know they're they're like, I don't know what I like. Yeah. They do. Well, they definitely know what they don't Don't like. like. Yeah. You know, and Mm -hmm. you can kind of suss out what they're what they're thinking by the what the the hate level. Exactly. Oh, I've had clients that like hate it. I'm like, all right, you know, (laughs) which is fine. You know, I've had the bachelor clients that say, well, I don't know what I like. I'm like, trust me, you know. Yeah. Okay. When I show you that image and you're like, Mm -hmm. whoa, that's how we know Mm -hmm. we've hit something. It's that emotional response. So when people say they don't know, they really do know if it conjures up that feeling. So, you know, and all we need is one image sometimes. Yeah, Yeah, that's valid. I was going to ask, do you ever use um, images from your own work in that packet? I really don't. My girls sometimes that work for me, they'll sneak them in. And you're like, don't. I'm like, like, please don't. Because because again, when I look at my work, I'm like, that was for this person. And that's what they wanted. And that's what they like. So it's hard. You know, even when a a new client is like, oh, you know, I went on your website and... 
I'm like, you know, I'm like, well, don't look at that because that's like, that's what I did for someone else. It's hard. It's mm-hmm. hard, you know, I will put your filter on what we think, that, you know, it's, yeah. it's all contingent on the space and who you are mm-hmm. and what you like and all of those. There's yeah. so many factors that go into creating those spaces, mm-hmm. you know. Is it hard to please a client and also, in a sense, please yourself? Um, and I take that question from thinking about when you have things that are um, like your work is used and like, yeah. you know it's going to be. I just won't photograph it. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't want any record. Well, I don't know kidding. how far do you take it where, again, you're they're happy, but then like you wouldn't be happy. Do you know what I mean? Or no? Mm. Is that a bad question? No. Like are you always proud? Is that what you mean? I like guess so, maybe yeah. of what you've done? I think um, I always say to my clients, like you paid me for my first choice not my 10th choice and if we're going with the 10th I can't guarantee that it's going to be mm-hmm. what it's supposed to be you know what I mean right. yeah um so yeah, yeah that's I fair mean, well because I know they that obviously when the partners when you start working with them you've already decided yes this is going to work so the likelihood is low but I was just wondering yeah. like oh you know if you no I get I, I sometimes get steamrolled I can't say that it's, yeah. it's always a good thing. Yeah. I, I don't. It's interesting Sometimes that someone accidents. hires a professional and then doesn't want to listen. It's like a game. Mm-hmm. It happens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll play it if I have yeah. to, but at the end yeah. of the day, I'm like, you yeah. know what? You, yeah. that's, if it doesn't work, then, right. you know. <laughs> oh, well, it's but on you. It's, yeah. It's kind of like, make sure you know, your check I've, doesn't bounce. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Nice. That's that's Karen's focus. (laughs) No, that's true. We have to make sure those checks don't bounce. That's for sure. It's a livelihood. That's for sure. That's right. It's not just decorating. It's a real business. It is. Yeah. yeah. I say it's 10% design, 90% problem solving. It's, you know. And probably marriage counseling. And marriage. Yes, but there's it a is. Lot of that. I've seen a lot of. Yeah. Well, because you said it's it's a very personal it's thing. It's very personal. Yeah. So personal. Yeah. And, you know, you don't necessarily think of it that way, but when someone is all up in your stuff. It's very personal <laughs> business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do we have a. I think we should, should, we should do personally some help these people. Yeah. Oh, good. If they have two people that need your yeah. help. Okay. I'm uh-huh. happy to help them. Karen is going to read our dilemmas. We will um, read the first one from Emily. And she writes, I'm interested in hearing from some of the designers you have on the show about how they price their services or the range of projects they'll consider. I don't envision ever being willing or able to hand a designer a key to my house and say, have it, have at it. But I would like to know more about what it looks like cost-wise if you just have someone come in and do one room or ask them to make some changes, improvements to multiple rooms with a budget in mind. Should I just use store-based designers like the ones at Ballard, Ethan Allen, et cetera, or would a real designer who shops at mid-price retail stores with maybe one or two custom things be an option? Emily, I want to tell you, custom is not always more expensive than non-custom. I'm just pointing that out. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Well, like all upholstery, I mean, our upholstery is the same price whether it's custom or not custom. You send your fabric, same prices. Yeah, I mean, even if you're going... You know, shopping wherever you have to, you still pick a fabric and a frame, and yeah. you know, for the most part, these days, right? Yeah. yeah. 
So I guess there's a lot of mystery around how designers structure their business. And is it something that, I, I don't know. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a good question. I've, all, I've like, wondered that. So I, I have things, I have a strong opinion because I'm around product all the time yeah. with what we mm-hmm. do. But you know, I definitely am not a designer or an interior designer. And so, you know, they would ha- know things that I wouldn't, but to what level... You know, so I might want you to come just yeah, to consult I think, my space. I think different designers work different ways and at different points in their career. Sure. You know, when I first started, I think I didn't charge anything. Yeah. <laughs> and my husband was like, what, what are you doing? Do- I think I worked a thousand hours and made like $200, you know, something, <laughs> like, something like that. I'm like, well, one day this will, this will pay off. <laughs> this he was hobby, like, it needs to now. This hobby will pay off. <laughs> Um, because you love doing it and you're like, I'll do it for free. Uh, but then when you have a business, you have to start looking at things a little bit differently. Um, I think that most of the time it's an hourly for, for designers, depending on what the needs are. Um, you know, come in and do like one room at a time. I, at this point in my career, I will only take on full projects. A whole Um, house. A whole house. Mm -hmm. I mean doesn't mean that we have to do construction and furniture. Um, we can do it in phases. What I normally mm-hmm. do is put a contract together and then if we don't, if we, the budget is constricted, we might, um, you know, focus on a set number of rooms at a time and phase the project over, you know, mm-hmm. could be many years, who knows. Um, but like, so are you saying for someone who is interested in having a smaller project or just some styling or some redoing of the home, find a younger designer, a, a, a someone I maybe someone starting just out, someone just starting firm, out, um, you know, and, and be honest about what you want. Like, here's my budget. Yeah. Here's what I need. Be upfront. Yeah. We always have them fill out a questionnaire in the beginning, um, you know, and I always, you know, I have clients that have been very loyal and I will always go back to them when the new baby comes and do a one room or something like that. Um, I think store-based designers are a good idea mm-hmm. and it's certainly most cost effective. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be having, I'm sure you all have that service. We do. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and my new store will be having that service as well. You know. And the great thing about those services is, well, I guess maybe yeah. it's different store to store, but... Um, you know, they, they're very willing to work with what you own. Yeah. You know, yeah. like if I'm keeping these eight things, they're not necessarily trying to sell you the farm. Right. right? They're trying to make your space pretty like any designer is. So they're they're yeah. willing to work with you at whatever level you want for and, the most part. And our, our designers too, they, are, they don't work off a commission. So right. they're, you know, they're going to be getting paid regardless. So right. whether they're helping you pick a rug to go with your room or furnish an entire space right. it doesn't matter to them you know right. they they're happy mm-hmm. to help either way so. right well and you can always just eat i mean honestly if you love a designer i mean it can't hurt to, to ask. contact right yeah like definitely if, again if you're, you don't know what's going on at that point like they might be taking on smaller projects because they yeah. have some really big pro- you know i always say like if someone contacts me and it's like you know, it's not a full apartment, but it's a few, you know, a formal dining room and a living room. And if I really love it and I have the time, mm-hmm. you know, to do a couple rooms, yeah, I, I can't say that I wouldn't do it. Right. Um, but when you're running a business, which with employees and yeah. everything else, it, it's, it's a better 
business decision to take on, you know, larger mm-hmm. jobs. Because yes. you end up spending the same amount of time almost well, doing some of the right. larger ones. Well, I also feel like you'd get smaller ones. If a smaller oh, yeah. project like that with a smaller firm or, a, a, you know, someone starting out, you're going to get more attention. Yeah. Um, you know, because... It's, I think my clients in the beginning would say they saw more of me than <laughs> they do now. But there's more people now to service yeah. them, you know. Mm-hmm. Would, um, would there ever be a situation where you you mentioned having other people on your team, mm-hmm. having someone it, like if someone was like Jenny, I love your style. I know that my budget is not, you know, to the level where it, it would really warrant you doing. I can't space- afford you, Jenny. Yes, but, basically. Hey. But I love your style. Would you ever be like, well, you know what? There's a girl in my office who I can bill you at a lower hourly rate, like but- lawyers do. Like lawyers, well, yeah. I mean, we don't we don't do that now, but it's always you know something like that is always an yeah. option. Yeah, and I, mean, I like can... I'm really into promoting the people that work for me, and so mm-hmm. if that helped them kind of like right. you know get their footing and mm-hmm. move yeah, forward, develop some, develop yeah, some sure. yeah, that would be very cool. Yeah, um, it hasn't really happened yet. I mean. I think we're just scale the projects. The scale the projects. Yeah, I just it's hard in this city to do. Like I said, there's some room, one rooms (laughs) that take as long as a three story house. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm not even joking. So it's crazy to think about that. So when you think about time and the money and. Um, just being a business owner, what makes sense? You know, sometimes it's hard to take on the smaller projects. Um, That being said, we do have other, you know, we work with some websites, um, The Decorist. Yes. So Mm -hmm. we've done some projects through them, which have been very efficient. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And, you know, the fees are very small. Some some of those like web in a box, you know, kind of these web designs. Right, right. Which if I had more time, I would love to do that kind of stuff. Or if I had more people on staff, because I you think everybody deserves great design. Like, right, right. Like, you shouldn't have to, like, win the lottery to, like, <laughs> have, have a, a well, space. beautiful yeah. space. Like, everyone should have a beautiful space. Like, right. in something they're proud of or they feel like they can call home. Like, that, I think, is very important. Mm-hmm. And that it does not mean, you know, you have to be a millionaire for that. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. That's That should be offered to everyone on some level. And it is at your... <laughs> at your local okay. Ballard Design store. Your local we love Ballard Design. <laughs> we do. Okay, so the other one we have today is from Lindsay. And she writes to say, um, first of all, y'all are a delight. Delight is in all caps and there's an exclamation. Yeah. <laughs> I've, been, I've binged about 20 episodes in the past week, so obviously I'm pretty much an expert now. <laughs> Yet here I am asking for help. I started decorating this formal living room living area and have yet to change out the existing lighting that came with the house. It has a major rustic vibe. I could always just paint it gold, I guess. However, if I purchase something new, should I do another drum shaped fixture? And she says, I love the Ballard six light bamboo one or flush mount like the Blair or Susan. I know the answer to this one. Oh, good. You do do right away. Well, I, I need to familiarize myself with your bamboo fixture, but I, there's, is that the one that's like a drum? Is it a, mm-hmm. it's it's a, a drum, drum shape, shape, but it's open and it, the, the frame, the frame I love is, the bra- idea is a brass of, bamboo. I love the idea of the bamboo in here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, Lindsay, you've done a very nice job with this room. I love the chair. It has some like Frenchy vibes. 
I think, I mean, like you could put even a, like a chandelier in this room and it would look really cute. Like right. something yeah. gilded. Um, but the bamboo, I think would soften it a bit. Um, and it would be open. It would mm-hmm. be open, maybe give off a little bit more light. Mm-hmm. Um, it heavy. Why isn't there anything in the middle of the room, Lindsay? Yeah. Well, because it's, it, maybe she's not done. You know? Well, I, I, I will tell you a very funny story. Mm-hmm. I had a client with a beautiful duplex apartment on the park. And she fought me tooth and nail about having a coffee table in her living room. And I was like, I don't understand. You're not going to have a coffee table? What did she put her coffee on? She 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 Hold did not up. buy a coffee table. <laughs> so it was just empty in the middle. It's just empty. But and they're I was so like, oh, practical. That's so interesting. <laughs> okay. That is a very... We will not I'm... have a coffee table then. Very. I'm, I have a feeling Lindsay's in process. She's I agree. still waiting for that. I agree. That okay, but but here's a question, and you're mm-hmm. the expert, Jenny. So you tell me if I could be totally wrong, but she most likely is not going to have a ginormous coffee table to fill that space. So it's like I feel like she needs to pull everything. I wish it, I agree. I actually not so sure about the sofa on the wall. I mean, if I don't know the floor plan, but I probably would have that sofa facing the fireplace. If she can. Co- if mm-hmm. she can. It's hard for me mm-hmm. to tell what's happening here. Um, yeah, I like the idea of like if, if that was possible and then maybe the chairs flanking the fireplace, a, a rectangular coffee table with the bench. Oh, I guess we have the bench. Yeah, or you could use the bench as your coffee table. Maybe. That's true. That is true. Yeah, she has a tray on it. And yeah. So she's... She- Chairs at either end and yeah. face it into mm-hmm. the sofa. I'm thinking there's maybe this armoire that's on the opposite yeah. wall oh. of the fireplace. I maybe that how... has a television in it. Oh, so they're watching TV there. Be. I see what you're saying. It's hard to tell. Um, but she does say it's formal, so maybe it doesn't have a television. Mm. Well, we did solve her lighting dilemma. But do yes. mush it together more. Yes. Don't yeah. leave that big hole in the middle. Because imagine if you're sitting in that chair tr- trying to speak to the person on the sofa. Right. You're too far away. It feels weird. It's not intimate. Mm-hmm. You need to push them together until you feel good talking to each other. Mm-hmm. But I, she has pushing. so many cute little elements in here. And I love how she she's definitely pulled. Her color. She's pulled like that blue out of the painting and the pink out of the painting, which I think is really cute. Mm-hmm. And it's a good I, start. Yes, it's a great start. I'm excited to see what that yes. Replace. Ballard light fixture yeah. looks like. For the bamboo. Replace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right. Good job, Lindsay. Yay. Okay. Um, would you like to, Jenny, would you like to tell everyone where they can find you, mm-hmm. follow you? Your home address. Oh, my home address. <laughs> yeah. Come no. see me and my children. <laughs> um, you can find me here in New York City. I'm in the West Village. Um, your Instagram, oh, your website, Instagram. things like that. Okay. I think she's uh, okay. too. God, I don't even know. I don't even You're know. Like, this question is kind of awkward. awkward. All right. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Jenny Wolf Interiors. Um, your your website is my Jenny website Wolf dot com. All one word. All one word. <laughs> and it's J E N Y. Uh, it is, and it's wolf like the animal, which is. I have to say that five times a day. <laughs> My last name is Mooney, and I always have to say, like money, but with another O. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. Mooney's Mooney, so easy. So People easy. Good. I I'm know. Like, why are you so Everyone bad? thinks oh. I have an E on the end, or they're like wolves. I'm like, do I really? Mm-mm. Like, like I don't know. They don't get my F and the S's confused. Um, 
Yes, it's Jenny at Jenny Wolf or Jenny Wolf Interiors. Okay, okay. gosh. Awesome. Got it. Well, thank you so yeah. much for coming no, back. thank you. This has been yeah. lovely. You guys are awesome. Was it as scary you. as you thought it, it was? It was not. It was super fun. I could do this all day long. I could hang out with you girls all day long. <laughs> I'm not going back to work today. You can sit you here and pretend to be another co-host. I will. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> they won't know. I mean, they don't know all these people are meeting us for the first time, so we'll just... Yeah. yeah you'll just be one of us. They won't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> Awesome. Like, oh, this was so fun. So much fun. Well, thank you. I really, we really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Loved having you. All right. That's our show. Thank you so much for listening. You can leave us a review in your podcast app. We would love to read it. And of course, subscribe to the show so it downloads straight to your phone. The show notes for each episode are at howtodecorate.com slash podcast and follow us on social media. And very exciting news. The How to Decorate podcast is now a skill on your Alexa. That's right. So you can just ask Alexa to play the How to Decorate podcast after you go and enable it under the skills on amazon.com. Yes. Super easy. Super easy. Tell Alexa to play the How to Decorate podcast and your life will be so much easier. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Happy happy decorating. decorating.